It is officially episode two of the Unbounded Podcast. And in this episode today, we are going to chat all about how to get what you want without having to follow the rules and also how to stop arguing for your own limitations so that you can get out of your own way and finally get whatever it is that you want. Welcome to the Unbounded Podcast. I'm your host, Liz, and I am a mindset and transformation coach, as well as a certified breathwork facilitator. And I am so happy to be here with you today. The Unbounded Podcast is all about stepping into your true limitless nature and breaking free from the patterns, blocks, and beliefs, keeping you from manifesting all that you desire in life so that you can live truly free and fulfilled. In this podcast, I am going to provide you with the tools, conversations, and techniques needed to create the success, body, and life you desire without the sabotage and struggle. Be sure to leave me a review if you enjoy, as well as join me at the social media links in the show notes below. Now let's get into the episode. Today, we are chatting all about arguing for our own limitations and being the one thing that stands in our own way. And so oftentimes, while we work toward reaching our goals or we're working toward creating the life we desire, we get in our own way and we block ourselves. And a form of getting in your own way is arguing for your own limitations. And I see this all the time with my clients when they first start working with me. And I've been there myself and every once in a while, I still catch myself doing it. And it's something that I've now learned how to work through. And this can lead to a lot of frustration and limitation whenever we're constantly arguing for the reasons why something is not going to work out for us. So let's go ahead and let's unpack this. So you can argue for your limitations in a lot of different ways. And the most dramatic example of this is complete victim mentality, which is when you are in the place where you truly just believe that every single thing in life just happens to you. You have no control over anything whatsoever. You don't try to do anything to make your own life or your life experience any better. And I'm not at all trying to diminish anyone's life experience by saying this. I myself have been in a massive state of victim mentality, and that's why I share the things that I share today because I came out of that. I'm on the other side of it now, and I've experienced a lot, a lot of pain. And I know how it feels to just feel like everything in life is just piling up on top of you. But I promise you that it doesn't have to stay that way. If you're willing to take personal responsibility and you're willing to start seeing life in a different way, it doesn't have to stay the way that it is. But today, what we're chatting about in this podcast is a much smaller version of victim mentality, which oftentimes goes unnoticed as victim mentality. And this is in the form of arguing for your limitations. So what do I even mean by arguing for your own limitations? This would look like using any of these terms or phrases or excuses for why you don't have the things that you want in your life. It would be saying something has to be a certain way. I can't it's not possible, but, or this is why I don't have it. And it can show up in a lot of different forms too, but these are the most prominent ones. Essentially, 
what arguing for your own limitations is, is you arguing for your own set of rules that you have placed on something. So I'm going to give you some examples so that we can break this down. For instance, intermittent fasting. Now, there's nothing at all inherently wrong with intermittent fasting, but over on my YouTube channel, I actually started off more in the nutrition space and talked a lot about intermittent fasting and how I used to do it. And when I ended up quitting intermittent fasting and making a video all about why I no longer did intermittent fasting, a lot of people came at me saying, no, you're wrong. It has to be this way. You must not have been doing it right and all these things. But the reason that I quit is because I realized I was doing it because I thought I had to in order to have the body that I wanted. I didn't actually enjoy it. And when I realized that that was a rule that I placed on myself and that I didn't actually need to do this thing in order to have the body that I wanted, I stopped doing it. So that is just one example of arguing for your own limitations is this is, you know, a particular eating style if you're not familiar with intermittent fasting and there's nothing inherently wrong with it at all. If people enjoy it, they should totally do it. But for me personally, I did not actually even enjoy it as an eating style. I was only doing it because I thought that's what I had to do to have the body I wanted. And so in that situation, I accepted what someone else determined was, you know, a diet or a way of getting the body that you want as a rule that I had to follow in order to have what I wanted. I've done this with so many areas in my life. And every single time when I just drop the rule and I decide, hey, no, I can actually have this thing regardless of this rule. I always end up getting the thing even regardless of the rule I thought I had to follow, but it can only happen when we decide to drop that limitation. So Quite a few more examples of these are things that I've experienced in my own life and I've also had with clients. For instance, again, one for myself is for a long, long time, I thought that I had to be dairy-free in order to have healthy and balanced hormones. And for me now, I can tolerate dairy perfectly fine and my hormones are also perfectly fine. Um, I've had this experience with clients before where they take on this belief of, I can't make the money I want to make and, and feel good at that level of success because the last time that I actually accomplished that, I lost it all. And here's the thing is, Everything we experience is dependent upon the beliefs that we're holding about ourselves and the assumptions that we're holding about ourselves at that time. And with a simple assumption and belief shift, you won't have that same experience the next time around. But a lot of times we place these limitations on ourselves because of things we've experienced in the past. So again, it's that example of I can't or something has to be a certain way because this is how it happened the last time that I tried to do it. Um, Another huge example, especially for beginning entrepreneurs, is I don't have the business I desire yet because I'm too scared to fully show up. And when you're saying that a certain thing is the reason you don't yet have what you want, you are just perpetuating yourself, staying in that state of continuing to not do that thing that you're supposed to do in order to have what it is that you want. It's kind of ironic when we argue for our own limitations. Essentially, we are literally arguing to keep ourselves stuck. It's when we're focusing more on the reasons why we can't or why we don't yet have something than focusing on the reasons why something could be possible or something could somehow unfold. So another example of this, I did this for a long time with myself and my health was I was constantly in stuck in this state of being sick 
and not being able to figure out, you know, how to heal because I just believed that this sickness was something I had to just cope with for the rest of my life, that it just had to stay that way. And so I just had this belief, you know, I'm sick and I'm always going to stay sick because this is what I was diagnosed with. And until I changed that belief and was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to live the rest of my life this way. I refuse. Do I have an answer right here, right now? No, I don't at all. I don't know how I'm going to get there. I don't know how I'm going to heal. I'm just deciding right now, right here that I'm going to do it and I'm not going to live my life this way. And that's all that it takes to overcome limitation is to just bring in this, this sense of possibility, this openness that there could be something beyond my scope of what I believe is possible or true. Again, another example is saying, you know, I'm not as successful as I desire to be because of X, Y, or Z. You know, you can blame a million things over and over and over again. And when people are wondering, you know, why have I not reached my goal yet? Why have I not accomplished this thing that I desire? Well, all you have to do is ask yourself. When you just sit back for a second and you ask yourself, like, why have I not accomplished this yet? The first things that immediately come to your mind, those are the limitations that you're currently arguing for. And so you can actually answer your own question by just asking yourself that. If you believe that there's a reason that you don't yet have the thing that you desire, then that is going to continue to be the reason that you don't yet have the thing that you actually desire. And you can keep on believing that there's a reason, or you can just start living as the version of yourself who already has your desire or who is already on your way there. Start living as that version of you. Who would you be right here, right now, if you had this thing that you want? What actions would you start to take toward it? How would you feel? What would you think about yourself? How would you see the world? And guess what? The thing is, is there, there aren't actually any rules. We make up our own rules. We make up our own limitations. We place them on ourselves. And I like to do this thing that I called tracing back the I can't. And all this means is that you identify your I can'ts or you identify your limitations and then you start to trace them back to the root. So when you tell yourself that you can't do something, okay, why do you think it is that you can't do that? Or if you think that you have to do something in particular in order to reach a certain goal, Ask yourself, where did this belief come from? Why do I think that I have to do this thing? And you're most likely going to start to trace one thing to another, to another, to another. And maybe you're going to to realize that you have a belief that you have to do something because that's just always been the way that it is, or because that was somebody else's experience, or because that is the way that you were taught, or that's the way that something worked out for you in the past. Or maybe you're going to place a limit on yourself thinking you can't do something because of, again, something that you were taught. It's just, it's all programming. And when you take it all back to the root, even if you are tracing it back to, okay, this happened a certain way for me in the past. So this is the same way it's going to happen for me again. Well, then you ask yourself the question even deeper. Why did it happen for me like this the first time around? And you just keep questioning and questioning and questioning. And maybe you won't even know why there could have been conditioning and programming so deep within your subconscious mind that a certain thing was a certain way that you didn't even realize that it was programming. We operate in our lives based on so much programming. And if you haven't listened to my first episode of this podcast, make sure that you do that because I go in depth into all of this in that episode. But 
you can trace back all of these limitations and all of these rules to their source. Again, coming back in with the dieting example, just because somebody else says that a certain diet works or just because, you know, that's what is normal in society is to diet or it's normal to way over exercise yourself or it's normal to eliminate a certain food group. Just because something is even normalized does not make it ultimate truth. And the only way to actually determine whether or not there's limitation is to experiment and explore. And the more that you experiment and explore, and the more that you just suspend your own disbelief, like you just let go of all of these things that you think are rules and ways that things have to be, the more that you start to do that, the more that you're going to realize that there are absolutely no limits. There are absolutely no limits as to what you are capable of in this life. And again, it all comes back down to just experimenting because you can take my word for it if you want, or you can just start experimenting in your own life, start breaking your own rules, start breaking the rules that you have, you know, taken on by society or by whoever else. And trace back other people's rules. Like, why did that person take this thing on? Why does this person believe that something has to be a certain way? More than likely, you're going to find that it's because of their own unique life experience, that they believe that that is the way that things are for everyone. And maybe you've then taken on that belief. And it's not that something actually is a certain way. It's that you believe it's a certain way. And that is what allows you to either create something by following that particular rule or standard where it keeps you from creating what you want because you aren't following it. So again, a huge um, cycle that I see with clients a lot of times when I was working mostly with food and body clients was when they were falling off of their diets, they were gaining a bunch of weight and and so unhappy in their bodies. And it's because they placed this rule on themselves that the only way to lose weight was if they followed specific rules. And so when they were following the rules, they were losing the weight. But the moment that they stopped following the rules, they stopped losing the weight. And again, if you want to follow a particular diet or you want to intermittent fast or you want to follow a particular standard or or strategy or anything like that, by all means, go for it. There's nothing inherently wrong with those, but it's also important to understand that you don't need any of them. And you can choose to do what feels good to you in your life as long as you change your beliefs to match. And we get in our own way and we block ourselves all the time, even from the things that we actually want. And you might be wondering, you know, well, why do we actually do this? Why do we argue for our own limitations? And usually this all comes back to safety because arguing for our own limitations makes us feel safe to remain as we are. Your brain favors safety because that's its job. Its job is to keep us safe. And so when you allow your brain to just run on autopilot based on your own conditioning from the time that you were born, you're gonna continue to live your life every single day in a certain way. And you're going to probably without even realizing it, argue almost daily for your own limitations, because that is what feels safe. That is what feels normal to you based on your own unique conditioning. And I think another huge part of this too, is how deep our fear of failure is. We're just so afraid to let ourselves and to let other people down. We're so afraid to fail. And we think that if we drop the circumstances, if we drop the limitations, if we drop all of these things that you know we're arguing for, that there's going to be no one to blame but ourselves if it doesn't work out. And that puts a lot of pressure on ourselves when we don't fully believe in our own ability 
to create anything that we desire in this life. And the, the ironic thing is that when you drop the circumstances, when you drop the limitations, when you drop all these things you think are holding you back, that is exactly what it takes to actually accomplish those things. And so the thing about growth and the thing about allowing ourselves to actually accomplish these bigger things in our life that we truly desire is that with growth comes discomfort. It's a part of growth most of the time. And that's just because growth is entering into something new. It's entering into a realm that we have not yet explored in our life. It can feel kind of scary sometimes, but that's a part of it. And discomfort is something that has to be embraced so that we can move forward. Because when we resist discomfort, we're also resisting growth. And on top of the fear of failure, sometimes the things that are limiting us are identities that we have placed on ourselves. So to bring this into a personal example from my own life, whenever I was sick and I was healing from multiple chronic illnesses, I utilized something called brain rewiring in order to help heal. And it was huge in my healing journey. I would not be the person I am today. I would not be healed today if it was not for brain rewiring. It was a huge part of my process of returning back to optimal health. And I vividly remember this moment when I was healing. It was about a six-month process and I was about five months in. And I remember this almost little internal fight with my brain where I was like, I'm sick, but I'm healthy, but I'm sick, but I'm healthy. Like it was going back and forth. And my old identity of being sick, even though it was not what I wanted, it felt safe to me because I had been sick for so many years. And the idea of fully you know, flinging myself over to the other side, the idea of fully believing in myself as healthy felt so scary to me because I was afraid that if I started to tell myself I'm actually fully healthy now, and then I started to experience symptoms again or started to feel really sick again, that I would feel like I had some in some way failed myself. And the thing is, is that The things that we experience in life, the hard times, the pain, the fear, the heartbreak, the lack, the scarcity, all of the things that we go through, they're very real. I'm not in any way, you know, trying to invalidate anyone's experience. My symptoms were so real and they were very physically and emotionally painful to go through. However, at some point in time, I also had to make that decision that I wasn't going to give it any more attention and that I was going to decide to finally step fully into the healed version of myself to finally start telling that new story, even before that was my full experience in my life. And there comes a point when you have to get real and you have to ask yourself, you know, what do I really want? Do I want to keep getting sympathy and attention and remorse or whatever whether it's from other people or whether it's from yourself for the things that I'm going through, or can I let go of those things, even though they're making me feel better temporarily right now so that I can actually have what it is that I really want. So in other words, basically, can you trade getting that in the moment validation, that quick validation that might make you feel really good for just a moment, but always ends up fading? Can you trade that for the short-term discomfort of not being validated, of not giving in to the old story? 
of not telling yourself the same limitations over and over again so that you can grow and transcend and heal. Because at the end of the day, we all have a very deep desire within ourselves to know our deepest and truest self, to know our limitless potential, to grow, to expand. It's what we truly desire. And when we continue to deny that and deny that and deny that, there's a part of ourselves that's always going to seek it. There's a part of ourselves that is always going to feel like something is missing. And we're always going to try to meet those needs through something else outside of ourselves, whether it's other people or other things or jobs or, you know, whatever it might be. At the end of the day, I don't think that anyone really wants to stay in a place where they feel stuck. But it's all about whether or not you're willing to exchange temporary discomfort for lasting bliss over and over again, because that's what growth is, is growth is allowing yourself to sit with that, that little bit of, of discomfort that you might feel knowing that it's temporary and knowing that going through that is bringing you to a more blissful state. And you continue to do that over and over again as many times as you need to until that bliss is able to become your dominant state. Your greatest growth is going to come when you just get out of your own way. And that's a choice that only you can make. And all that you have to do is choose to be open. That's it. You don't even have to be certain that things are going to work out for you. You don't have to have a solution right now. You don't have to know exactly how or when everything is going to work itself out. It just starts with being open. Over time, you build a mindset of certainty. You build a mindset of confidence. The more and more that you prove to yourself that things are possible, but when you're just starting out, it all starts with possibility. It all starts with letting go of the idea that something is not possible, that you can't have something, or that there's something that is holding you back. When you just let go of all of those ideas and you start telling yourself a new story, because that's all that everything comes down to is the stories that we tell ourselves. And the ones that we tell ourselves over and over and over again, those become our dominant assumptions and those become our beliefs. And that creates our life experience over and over and over again. And so when you're able to change those assumptions, when you're able to change the stories that you dominantly tell yourself and you start to believe in the possibility of things working out for you, things start to change. And then as you notice things change, you start to build that belief more and more and more. And when you give up the idea that anything has to be a certain way, that is when you free yourself. And that is whenever you're able to let go of having to follow certain rules in order to have what you want. That is when you tap into your unlimited potential. And the moment that you say that something has to be a certain way, what you do in that moment is you limit every other possibility that exists. You limit yourself from experiencing that situation in any other way because you're only willing to see it in this one way. So opening your mind is the first step to setting yourself completely free, to experiencing a life free from limitation. And life is actually so fun and so cool when you start seeing things differently. Like there's just so much to discover that I don't think I'll even discover all of it in my own lifetime. But I do know that the more and more that I put aside all of these beliefs, all of these rules, all of these limitations, the more and the deeper that I get to experience life because I'm no longer living by this specific set of standards. And it's the most freeing experience when you just let go of all of it. So ask yourself, whatever goal it is right now that you are working to reach, do you really need to do the specific things that you think you need to do to have it? 
Or can you actually not have that thing because of whatever reasons it is that you believe? Ask yourself that really question it really go deep with yourself. You don't have to find the root. You don't have to find the root of the belief, but I think a lot of times it can be helpful because I guarantee you that when you walk that belief back further and further and further and further, you're going to realize that somewhere along the line, you took that on. It wasn't actually truth. And the thing that's so ironic is about beliefs is that when they have proven themselves to be true, it's because we believed it. That doesn't mean that it can't change. So make life more fun, make it easier on yourself, let go of the rules. And I'm saying this to you as a previous rule follower. I used to follow every single rule to a T and I I couldn't break a rule for my life. But now I love breaking the rules because it's so much more fun that way. Life gets to be so much freer. There's so much less stress and so much less burnout. And it's just fun breaking through the things that you thought that you couldn't do, or at least that you thought you couldn't do in a specific way. So prove it to yourself. Let go of the limitation, let go of the blocks, let go of all of the things that you keep telling yourself that are the reasons why you can't have what you want. Because at the end of the day, there is absolutely no reason why you cannot have the things that you want. And the only person that's actually telling you that you can't do, be, or have the thing that you desire is yourself. Because every single time that you look to the external world and somebody else tells you that you can't do this thing, or you experience somebody else being limited in a particular way, in that moment, you choose whether or not you confirm that as true or whether or not you push it aside. Don't allow anyone else to ever tell you what you are capable of in your life. You decide what you're capable of. That's why some people break world records And some people never achieve a single thing that they wanted to do in their life. It all comes down to what you believe about yourself, what you believe is possible for yourself. Do not ever let anybody tell you that you cannot have the things that you want. Do not ever allow somebody else to try to argue that you are limited in some way, shape, or form. Not a coach, not a mentor, not a friend not a parent, not even a loved one. We can still love the people, even the people who try to limit us. That's okay because they're just seeing life from their own perspective. They're seeing life from a limited point of view and you can break through that. You don't have to listen to what anybody else says. You can have that moment in your life where you just decide right here, right now, I might not know how the heck I'm going to get where I want to be, but I just know I'm going to get there. And that's all that you need. That's all that you need is just to decide and it's just a decision. It's that simple. And you just keep making that decision over and over and over and over again. If you want the body you want and you don't want to have to diet or over-exercise another day in your life, let it go. Let go of that belief. Just decide to go all in on finding a way to make it happen in the way you want it to happen. If you want to be the most successful person ever at whatever it is that you do, you don't have to know how you're going to get there. You just have to decide that that is the path that you're on. You just have to be open to it. It doesn't matter if other people were more successful at that thing before you. Who is to say that you can't be more successful? Again, records and and goals and different things all over the world are broken all the time. 
because people stop limiting themselves. They believe that something more is possible and it's our belief in something more that allows us to experience something more. So stop limiting yourself, drop the stories, replace them with new stories of just telling yourself, you know what? I can do this. I am going to do this. This is all going to work out for me. And you start telling yourself that new story on repeat. You start telling yourself that new story all the time because your old story is a little bit more dominant. And so you got to get that old story out. And if you want to experiment around with this, if you want to go deeper with this, if you'd like some mentorship or coaching, or would even just like to learn more, then you can check out all of my coaching, my programs and mentorship options at my website, lizjustine.com. And you can also find me on Instagram and YouTube at Liz Justine. And I will see you in the next episode.